Getting you ready for the opening tip, Central Rebels and the Dexter Bearcats. Opening tip will be brought to you by Boyd and Associates. John Boyd with Boyd and Associates is bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Central Rebels sporting the navy blue uniforms this evening. Central written across the front in italicized fonts with white letters and a red trim around the letters and numbers of the uniform. Meanwhile, Dexter, white uniforms this evening. Bearcats written across the front in black letters with a red trim. Ball is up, and the tip is won by the Central Rebels. Opening tip, Boyd and Associates brings it to you, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. And here comes Job Bryant. Dexter fans will be familiar with that name. Had a phenomenal contest in the regular season in football against the Dexter Bearcats. It's currently Mason Williams at the top of the key. Bounce to the wing, far side, Bryant up top. Williams steps into a three and knocks it down. Right in the face of the student section for the Dexter Bearcats. That has traveled well for this game. Yeah, they are really out there in force behind the central basket. Now a double team by Central. And I think that's what Central needs to quiet this crowd early in this contest. A couple of efficient possessions. Doesn't have to be anything huge. But you make a couple shots in a row. And you might quiet that crowd down for the early part of this contest a little bit. Because they have been the loudest crowd here. Travel and a turnover on Dexter's. Braden Pullum and it's going the other way. I think a key to this game early on is going to be Mason Williams guarding number 14 Cole Nichols. He's the sharpshooter for Dexter, and they've got him on uh, Cole right now. And at first possession, Cole could not find any daylight anywhere on the floor to get away and get the ball. Zone defense for the Dexter Bearcats as it's lobbed into the post for Kendall Horton. Has it poked away from him, and it's going the other direction. Pullum in transition, loses his footing at midcourt. He'll hop up. He's looking around for something. There's nothing to call there. He just slipped with no one around him. On perimeter, it's Cole Nichols with it. He drives the right side, trying to get around Bryant. Turns on him, shot up, too strong. Rebound grabbed by Caden Casey on the weak side. Here he comes pushing up in the court in transition. Six and a half to go, first quarter. Three-nothing lead for Central. Bryant drives inside the arc, wraparound feed. Casey wing three, right-hand side off the rim, no. Rebound pulled down by Chris Stone with arms around him. Gets it off for Croft. Croft across the timeline for Dexter. Poked away from Joe Bryant once, twice, but he stays with it. Picks up his dribble, though. Now Bryant gets in and pokes it away a third time's the charm. Outlet Bryant in transition off glass. Good for two more. Five-nothing in favor of the Central Rebels. And it draws an early timeout from Chad Allen, the head coach of the Dexter Bearcats. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsgraw in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Five-nothing Central. 6.07 left to go in the first quarter on KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Fisher Auto Parts is your hometown parts store on Main Street in Park Hills and is dedicated to providing their customers the absolute best in value, quality, and service. From brake pads, struts, belts, and hoses to complete turbocharge in a box, everything you need for installation, you can depend on Fisher Auto Parts. At Fisher Auto Parts, the door is always open for walk-in business, plus they offer fast, dependable delivery, so the next time you're in need of a part, see your hometown parts store, Fisher Auto Parts, on Main Street in Park Hills. Dexter with the basketball. High elbow. They'll get it on perimeter. Trailing by five. Five nothing. 
in the first quarter. Four and a half left to go. Bullock double teamed, poked away, and gets it to Chris Stone as he's able to poke it to him. Wing far side, Pullum, deep three off the back iron, tipped on the baseline and grabbed by Caden Casey. He'll turn the corner quickly and take it up the court in transition along the right sideline. Top of the key, Mason Williams, wing far side, Bryant, crossover between his legs. Back out, Williams wants another three off the left side of the rim, no. Offensive rebound, Kendall Horton puts it back up, that doesn't go. Williams skies in from out of nowhere, keeps his foot along the baseline, and while falling out of bounds, tosses it off of the leg of Chris Stone to keep it alive. And you know, going all the way back to that shot that Pullum take, in that uh, possession for Dexter I think that was a frustrated three he just didn't have any room to shoot and he finally just launched it from way downtown he was about six or seven feet off the arc when he pulled the trigger there Casey's got it along the baseline sealed off there lobs it back out on perimeter to Joe Bryant who pulls it in with one hand he'll get it to the opposite corner for Horton back to the wing far side it's Williams he'll drive as he splits defenders up and under move doesn't go tipped rebound loose on the court jump ball is called as Tristan Stewart was in there along with Cole Nichols and possession arrow favors Dexter they've got it going back the other way Boyd is in for Tristan Stewart now, right now, the uh, Central Rebels are doing a lot of things right. The Dexter Bearcats are just trying to get themselves into this game. It's 5 nothing right now, 4.45 to go in the first quarter. Nichols picked up defensively by Mason Williams. He has been a lockdown defender for Central here in the second half of this season. Just a great addition once he got healthy after the Central Christmas Tournament. Drive, baseline, shot, no. Whistle and a foul. Heading to the complete vision care free throw line is Cole Nichols. That was a hard-earned foul, too, and I know Jay, or that uh, Mason Williams looks out and says, I didn't do anything, but might have caught him with the body going up. That'll send him to the free-throw line, as they say he was in the act of shooting. Cole Nichols, free-throw up and good. Nothing but net. There's the first point of the game for the Dexter Bearcats. Comes with four and a half left to go in the first quarter. Makes it a 5-1 to one ball game. Free throws brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. Two for two on that trip as Cole Nichols back to a one-possession game, but not for long. Kendall Horton lays it in on the low block for two. Perfect pass laid out right into the lane, and it got right to Kendall Horton. Full court pressure from Central, and it results in a steal. Bryant regains control of the dribble. No look pass to the post. Casey off glass. No. Can't get the rebound, and it's Dexter who comes away with it as they work up the court. Outlet, Pullum, hesitation, backdoor feed, all alone underneath the basket. Cole Nichols for two more. Seven to four, your score midway through the first. You know, the other day watching the uh, West County Ball Club play on these rims, it made me wonder, they've never played on these rims all year long. Is that a factor? And I think it's a little bit trying to figure out how hard they are. Boyd off glass and good as he's fed down low in the post. Turns baseline, lays it in. Nine to four, your score, 340 left to go first quarter, Central with the lead. Across the timeline, Nichols gives it on perimeters. The defense switches for Central. It's Joe Bryant who will commit the foul against Chris Stone. Just a little too aggressive defensively, Joe Bryant. And I think what got him there is the fact that he had one hand on the body and the other hand going back and forth across the ball, trying to get the ball out of his hands. And I think that hand on the body just was a little too heavy for that official, so he blew the whistle. I agree. I think it was that left hand that really got him called for the foul. Just a little bit of a push. Almost kind of like uh, when you push off when you're getting ready to go in on offense. Cannon Harlow into the game for the Central Rebels. He is in for Mason Williams. This was part of the starting five for a good chunk of the season for the Central Rebels. We've got a five-second call on Dexter and Kendall Horton. We talked about the defense of Mason Williams. Kendall Horton's been a premier defender all season, too. He's clapping his hands as he's the one that forced it. 
Yeah, I think the two things that Central has the advantage on, at least it looks like from paper, is their athleticism and their defense. If their defense plays this hard all night long, might be a long night for Dexter. Bryant to Casey, into the corner for Cannon Harlow. He'll split defenders. Pass above his head out on perimeter to Bryant. Dak's the left lane. Bryant will back out and reset. Get it to Casey on the wing right-hand side. Casey, one dribble into the corner. Horton steps into a three. Off the rim, no. Rebound pulled in by Chris Stone. Stone will get it to Nichols. Nichols almost has his pocket pick. Gets the ball back. Wing far side. Croft from downtown. It doesn't hit. And pulling in the rebound with one hand, Caden Casey. Casey will turn and make his way up the court. Outlet for Harlow. He drives. Triple team. Harlow off glass. No. And the rebound is grabbed by Chris Stone. Now an outlet down the court for Pullum in transition. Zach Boyd catches up to him, though, to prevent the easy lay-in. Back out on perimeter, it's Croft with it. Croft at the center court circle being shadowed by Cannon Harlow. Now splitting defenders is Nichols, and he'll travel and turn it over. It's Central Basketball leading 9-4. 2.24 left to go, first quarter. And Cole Nichols looking back at the official, but I can tell you what he did that caused the travel. He was trapped between two central defenders, and instead of trying to dribble out of it, he tried to almost throw the ball over them and then go get it, and I think he took an extra step before he did that. Yeah, I think he did that, and then he took right foot, left foot, and then collected the basketball. Williams back in the game for Central. He's got it at the point. Bounce to the baseline for Bryant. Back up top for Williams. Head fake for three. He'll split defenders. Finger roll. Rolls off the rim, but we got a foul, and Mason Williams will go to the line for two tries. You know, we talked about Joe Bryant, Joe Bryant, Joe Bryant in the pregame. And right now, Mason Williams is the guy taking the most shots. He's got three points already. Chance to put two more on the board. But uh, he's kind of made this offense run just a little bit as they try to key on Joe Bryant. Free throw up and comes off the rim. No good for Mason Williams. Tristan Stewart back in. Zach Boyd heads to the bench. Those two have been rotating in the starting spot all season long for Central. Williams, free throw, up, short. Rebound is grabbed by Dexter. No for two trip for Mason Williams. Keeps it at a 9-4 ball game. Final two minutes of the first quarter. Cole Nichols across the timeline, shadowed by Cannon Harlow. Top of the key, it's Pullum with it. Pullum picked up defensively by Bryant. Back to the point guard, A. Nichols. He'll drive with the right hand. Fade away, and Harlow might have gotten a piece of that. Kept alive on the baseline by Dexter. He'll get it back out on perimeter for Croft. Towards us, it's Nichols on the wing. He'll loop around the defense. Shot up, and we got an offensive foul. It's going the other way. Or is it? No, they called that in the act of shooting. I thought the official signaled offensive foul. Two free throws instead for Nichols. And I think it's because he raised his hand so high in the air, it looked like he might have pulled him from back behind his head. But uh, back to the free throw line is Cole Nichols. First one up, and it's good. He's now 3 of 3 from the Complete Vision Care free throw line, and he is certainly keeping Dexter in this game. It's 9 to 5. He's got all five of their points. I've been watching him tonight on uh, offense, trying to, you know, away from the ball. He looks like a running back trying to get through an offensive line every time he's running toward the ball. Free throw up and good. He's now got all six of Dexter's points, and the deficit is three. Nine to six, your score. A minute and a half left to go in the first quarter. Williams to Harlow, about ten feet off the arc wing, far side. Back to Williams, touch to Harlow again. In the corner, it's Bryant. He'll take a bump, and they're going to call a foul on Bowles. And that's definitely one of those, it's a foul because of what ensued. Bryant took the bump. 
Flung his head back a little bit. Bit of a sell there. Yep. But it bumped him out of bounds on the baseline. I think that's why it got called. I don't think it was the head flying through the air for Joe Bryant that really got that call. I think it was because Bryant stepped on the line. If he doesn't, I think they let him play on. Inbound. Horton on the lob. Banks it home. Horton with four in the opening frame. And it's an 11-6 lead for Central. Minute 10 left to go first quarter. Across the timeline is Nichols. Wing far side for Pullum. And back to Nichols. He works through his screen. Little pick and roll with Bowles. Fade away. Nichols. Good. Nichols he, is going to take that shot if he can get to it. And that time he had a double team, but he still got off a really good shot and a smooth jumper. Final minute of the first quarter. Central with the ball. They feed Tristan Stewart at the elbow. Bounce down low Horton. Almost lost it. Gets it back. Swung into the corner near side. Bryant for three. It's short. And the rebound tracked down on the baseline by Bowles. He'll get it for Nichols, who's got all eight of his team's points. And his pass over the head of six-foot-one senior guard, Truman Croft, and ricochets off the table into the stands. Good thing everyone over there in that area was paying attention. And Central's going to get the ball back for the final 36.6 seconds left to go in the first quarter. 11-8 they lead. We talked about this in the West County game on Saturday. They had early opportunities that they didn't cash in on, and that kind of kept the other team important in the game for a little while is central going to do that and is it going to come back to haunt them later here's the difference dexter's putting up points in this game notably cole nichols is putting up points he's got all eight but he is single-handedly keeping dexter in this game mason williams has it at the center circle and it looks like he and dexter both are contentious running out this clock as williams has it against his right side dexter staying put in that dense two three zone defense williams calling out a play and it looks like Central will clear out the left-hand side as Williams will get it to Kane and Casey. Now back to Williams. Six seconds to go. To Harlow. Pump fake for three, and he travels. He doesn't like the call, but I agree. Kind of picked his left foot up on the pump fake, then moved his right foot as he began to dribble. Kind of tried to switch up his pivot foot there. Three seconds to go, and I think Central is just a little too late getting into the offense with that set, too. The inbound into the backcourt. Nichols midcourt heave off the top of the backboard. It doesn't go. Not even close there. But what a first quarter for Cole Nichols. As we said before, his fight, his scoring in particular, is keeping Dexter in this game. 11-8 central leading as we head to the second quarter on KFMO. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the double your refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4222. Visit JacksonHewitt.com for rules. This is Casey Jenkins with Jackson Hewitt Tax Service. Give us a call at 756-9190. The Central R3 School Administration, Board of Education, faculty, staff, and student body congratulate the Central Rebels on an excellent season and wish them good luck in the state playoffs. Let's go, Rebels! 11-8, your score through one quarter of play. Central's high score is Kendall Horton with four. Dexter, their high score is their only score. Cole Nichols, he's got eight. He's played phenomenal throughout this first quarter so far, and you wonder what's going to give first. Will Central find consistency on offense? Will Dexter find a second scoring option? I think whichever answer we get first could determine who pulls away before halftime. Yeah, we've seen Central play a couple of games where things did not look quite right starting the game, and now a turnover 
there for Central, and Joe Bryant takes it right back, but then... Yeah, no, he maintains possession. Pass tipped. It's ricocheting around. Tristan Stewart comes away with it and gets knocked to the deck. He'll go to the free throw line for two tries. That was some helter-skelter basketball there for a second. Bryant from the top of the key tried to whip a pass into the corner. It got stolen away by Dexter. Their outlet pass was stolen by Job, and like always, keeping the ball on a string, was trying to keep it away from Dexter. Dexter, excuse me, couldn't do so for long. But then Central got the ball back, made its way to Tristan Stewart. He put up a shot, and he puts up a free throw and hits. Now Facing that was... the hostile crowd of the Dexter student section. I love the energy they've brought tonight. They're oh, a yeah. ton of fun. Yeah, they've got on their hard hat-looking uh, outfits. They're like the road construction crew. Yeah, high-res night for them with a bunch of orange, pink, and yellow highlighter colors. All high-res vests, construction, like you said. Certainly hard to miss them. Even if you couldn't see them, you can certainly hear them through our microphones here, I'm sure. And we're quite a ways away from them. Second free throw didn't go for Tristan Stewart. It's a 12-8 lead for Central, and we got a whistle and a foul on Stewart. I'm not sure where Stewart got him on that one, but at that point, you saw Peyton Bowles, who was a little bit of a panic at that point because he was trapped, didn't have anywhere to go, realized he could dribble the ball, dribbled a couple of times, picked it up, and he was trapped again. And somewhere in there, Tristan Stewart reached in and committed his second foul. Inbound coming from Chris Stone. Trying to feed it into the post. It's not there. We got a whistle on the timeout called by Chad Allen, head coach of the Dexter Bearcats. We'll step aside with them. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansgran Farmington and Jonathan Stephan in Deloge. 12 to 8, your scores, 7.23 left to go in the second quarter. It's Central leading Dexter in the Class 3 quarter se- uh, sectional round on KFMO. Since 1960, Goggins Drilling in Park Hills has been providing exceptional service to the parkland. Known for quality and professional well drilling pump service and pump repair, Goggins Drilling can also handle all of your trenching needs. Give them a call today at 573-431-2450. Their trained and professional staff will be glad to assist you. That's Goggins Drilling in Park Hills, 573-431-2450, or check them out online at GogginsDrilling.com. Lobbed to about midcourt where Bowles pulls it down. He's matched up against Zach Boyd, center versus center, 6'4 athlete versus 6'4 athlete. Stone gives it on perimeter to Nichols, and he's fouled. Foul's going to go on Mason Williams, I think, down low. It looked like he got the ball clean, but instead he uh, slapped the arm just a bit. You got Kendall Horton instead. Yeah. 15 foul for uh, Central, first team foul for Kendall Horton. Only got three on Dexter so far, and that will put Dexter's Cole Nichols back at the free throw line once again. And his first one up and good. He has been phenomenal at the free throw line tonight. Five of five as he continues to single-handedly keep Dexter in this game. You know, this game has kind of tilted towards Central all night long. They've gotten a few more extra breaks here or there and a few turnovers, but they're still right there is Dexter. And another one up and good for Nichols and you wonder at some point is Central going to switch who they've got on Nichols it's been a lot of Cannon Harlow when he's in the game I wonder if maybe we'll see more Mason Williams on him defensively Bryant in the corner attacks the baseline whips it back out Williams for three off the rim no foul on the rebound going on Kendall Horton that's two quick fouls on Kendall Horton and six on the Central Rebels well, foul trouble can be a, a bugaboo for the Central Rebels at times. That's something they don't need here tonight. And like you said, second foul 
on Horton, team foul number six. Central does make that switch as Harlow's back into the game. He's not matched up against Nichols, though. It is Mason Williams. Nichols across midcourt, surveys, and will drop it off on perimeter for Pullum. Pullum with the right hand, half turn, takes it to the corner. Poked away by Cannon Harlow, who came in with the help defense. Here's Joe Bryant in transition. That hop step that he loves, finger roll layup. No, but skying in from out of nowhere. Zach Boyd, he lays it in for two. 14-10, your score. Central out in front. Six and a half to go, second quarter. Croft, give on perimeter for Stone. Elbow jumper, it's good. And there's the first points of the game for someone not named Cole Nichols for Dexter. And it's a two-point game, 14-12. Found a hole in the lane, said, I'm going to take this one, and took it to the bucket. And Harlow travels again. It's the same thing as before. He established his left foot as his pivot foot and then tried to drive off of the other foot. Yeah, he's got to make his footwork uh, work for him here tonight. A couple of turnovers. That's five or four, rather, for Central. Right now, the Dexter Bearcats have eight. Bowles with it. He gets it on perimeter for Nichols. Nichols give to Pullum. And Pullum looking to hand it off on a weave. And we got a foul on Joe Bryant. That's going to be seven on the Central Rebels, and that will put Dexter at the complete vision care for a, for a one and one. If they hit both, this game is going to be tied up at 14 all. Well, here's the thing. Right now, they're starting to call these fouls a little bit more frequently. And what you want, whether it's like this or like before, you want them to be consistent. And it kind of feels like they've gone from letting a few things get by to letting absolutely nothing get by. Free throws coming. For the Dexter Bearcats as the first one up, no good. Rebound knocked around. Dexter comes away with it. Pullum's got it back, and the bank is open for Pullum as he knocks it in. 14-14 your score. Caden Casey in the corner up top. Joe Bryant above head pass back to Casey in the wing right side. One dribble back to Bryant to Williams. Fake pass into the corner. He'll back out on perimeter on the wing to Bryant. Bryant, crossover, step back, through a screen, jumps, passes it off to Casey, corner three. Good for Caden Casey, his first three points of the game. All I could think of on that position was for Central, they needed to be patient, not force anything up. That seemed a little forced, but it went down. 17-14, your score, five minutes left to go in the second quarter. Central regains the lead. They hand off on perimeter to Dexter for Croft. Croft will give it for Nichols. Nichols surveying the court to Croft in the corner. Now he'll work through a little slip screen from Nichols. Take it to the wing near side. Give on the weave for Stone. Stone gives it to Pullum. Pullum lobs it, and it goes through. Actually, that was a three. I thought he was passing that. And we're tied up at 17-all. Well, Pullum's found his range so far. We watched him practice shooting shots off the backboard early. That one not off the backboard, but more of a line drive. Central with it. Crossover right to left. Williams splits defenders. Righty layup. No. And the rebound is skied for and grabbed by Bowles. Chance for Dexter to take their first lead of the game. Four and a half left to go. Second quarter. Nichols has it. Working against Mason Williams. He'll get it on the weave for Stone. Bryant facing off against Pullum. Now the give to Stone. Top of the key. It's Nichols with it. Deep three. It's good. Croft from downtown. 2017 your score first lead of the game for Dexter it comes with four minutes to go in the second Williams to Casey back to Williams to the opposite wing for Cannon Harlow Joe Bryant baseline drive central offense has gone cold here throughout much of the second quarter 
On perimeter, it's Caden Casey with it. He gets it for Cannon Harlow. Back to Casey to Williams looking for a three. Williams short. Hits off the top of the backboard. And we got a foul on Central. It's Cannon Harlow over the back. And pumping up the fans for Dexter is Chris Stone as he turns back towards his student section. And we got a whistle and a timeout call by Brad Gross, who's having an extended conversation with the officials. We'll step aside with them. It's a 30-second timeout. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sanskra on Farmington and Jonathan Stephan in Deloge. Dexter with the lead in the ball when we return after this. 20-17, to they're out in front on KFMO. This is Lance Secrets at Ozarks Modern Insulation. Winter is just ahead, and those expensive heating bills will be showing up in your mailbox again soon. Heat loss through your ceiling is a huge concern, but is easily addressed by air sealing and adding insulation to your attic. We have been the experts in this field for over 45 years, and we know how to address the issue. And as always, we are happy to provide you with a free in-home assessment to let you know where your home stands. Call us at 431-2707 or request your free quote online at ozarkinsulation.com. Go green and go Cardinals. Building or remodeling and need new glass shower doors or mirrors? A touch of glass shower doors or more in Bon Terre have been installing custom shower doors since 2010, such as frameless, rain glass, angled shower doors, and much more. Give a touch of glass a call today at 573-358-7228 for a free in-home estimate. That's a touch of glass, shower doors, and more in Bon Terre, 573-358-7228. Cole Nichols hits on both, and what a game. The senior guard for the Dexter Bearcats has had this evening so far, especially from the free throw line. He is 8 of 8, and it's a 22-17 lead for Dexter as Bryant drives. Baseline floater goes, and that's what I think Central needs at this point. Bryant's trying to do a lot of distributing. There come times in games where your superstars need to say, forget it, I am taking over right here now. I think that's what Central needs to do. Job needs to be forcing the issue and taking these shots. Deep three, Polum, back iron, no, offensive rebound, Cole Nichols gets it to a cutting, Polum who lays it in for two. Polum's come alive in the second quarter, he's got seven and it's a 24-19 lead for Dexter. Well the big difference is Polum right now because before it was nothing but Nichols and now Polum gives them a second option which opens up their offense. In the corner it's Bryant, fakes right, drives left, hop step through traffic and we got a foul on the floor the officials say prior to the shot. Being inbound coming from Central, that's only the fourth foul against the Dexter Bearcats. Central has committed already in this game eight fouls, only four, as you said, on the Dexter Bearcats. So they've been a lot more active on the Central end as far as pulling the fouls and getting a few hands in there to swat the ball away. Second foul on Croft. Casey with it, corner far side for Central. Couple dribbles, he'll whip a pass to the opposite wing. Way too high for Mason Williams and into the stands. And it's going back the other direction. It's Dexter basketball up by five, 24 to 19 with two and a half to go in the second. You know, you watch the athleticism of this central ball club and you watch the shooting ability of the Dexter ball club. What's the difference right now is that Central is not getting the quality opportunities they were getting early and Dexter is. Give on perimeter. Pullum lobs it back outside for Stone. Now Stone will give for Cole. His shot off the back iron, no. Cole Nichols couldn't hit, and we got a whistle and a foul on the rebound. And are they going to get Dexter with it? They will. I think from the reactions from Central, they thought that was going to be called on Joe Bryant for a second. Joseph Pate called for the foul. His second, team's fifth. Bryant gets the inbound. 
His Central Rebels trail by five. 24-19 with 2.10 left to go in the second. Bryant, step back, kicks it on perimeter. It's Williams to Casey, back to Bryant. Corner three on the right-hand side. Joe Bryant rattles it home. 24-22 your score, two minutes left to go, second quarter. I think the Rebels are a lot better uh, basketball team when they're under control. And that time, last two times down the floor, they've been pretty much under control. Dexter with the lead in the basketball. It's Joseph Pate on perimeter, the lone member of the Dexter football team facing off against the Central Rebels in both sports this season. Nichols gives it for Pullum. Pullum pulls the trigger. No. And it's Bryant with the rebound. He'll work up the court. Outlet to Casey. Casey off glass. Good in the foul. Caden Casey ties us up at 24 all and in the final 90 seconds of the first half he can regain the lead for Central. And that's what you need from Central. Not only are they getting the rebounds, great opportunities, but they're getting their transition game going and they find the open man down low, Casey who lays it up and in. Free throw for Casey, up, short, and the rebound tipped, and it makes its way to Chris Stone nonetheless. Tied up 24 all, minute 25 to go second quarter. Dexter with it. Cole Nichols putting on a show tonight. He's faced off against Cannon Harlow, works through a couple screens. Drops it off on perimeter for Josephate. Josephate takes a bump. Defender peels off of him. Now he'll bounce it down low. Shot up, denied by Boyd at the rim. Stone got swatted by Zach Boyd. Dexter with it. Double team comes. Passed into the corner. Joseph Pate with it to the opposite corner for Pullum. He'll drive. Hook shot off the rim and falls through the sky hook for Braden Pullum. We watched him in pregame doing a lot of things you don't see high school players do. That's one of them, and he hits it. That wasn't like a, you know, being nice calling a sky hook. That was a vintage Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sky hook. Corner three, Bryant, no. Tip, rebound. Kept in along the baseline by Cole Nichols as he toes the line. Now he'll work up the court in transition. Nichols hop step, extends that reach and lays it in off glass for two. 28-24, final 30 seconds of the first quarter. Cannon Harlow fakes the three, one dribble inside the arc. Up top, Casey, extra feed, Bryant attacks baseline, floater, Bryant. Offensive foul, it's going the other way. And I've got that as three fouls on Joe Bryant in the first half as well. That is his third and the ninth on the Central Rebels. And I think two things have got to happen now for Central. First of all, Bryant's going to sit down, and so they're going to have to think about what's going on with Joe Bryant at this point. Secondly, they've got to get their defense out there and control a little bit more because Dexter is starting to find holes and getting open shots, and they're down by four are the Central Rebels. Final nine seconds of the first half. Nichols shot. Nobody's fouled by Harlow. And Nichols, who is already 8 of 8, will return to the complete Vision Care free throw line for two more with seven seconds left to go. And now uh, you're looking at Cannon Harlow asking the official, what did I do on that particular foul? Again, it was early on, a lot of things getting away with it. Now it seems like nothing's happening that they can get away with. Make it 9 of 9 for Cole Nichols. He hits on the first. And the lead is 29-24. Second free throw attempt coming for Nichols. It's up, and it's good. 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Here comes Central in transition. Mason Williams, deep three. Can't bank it home. Offensive rebound. Horton throws it back up. That doesn't hit. And that takes us to halftime. What a first half for Cole Nichols and the Dexter Bearcats. Their fans making a ton of noise. They've got a lead of six at the break. 30-24 your score. Dexter out in front. 
of Central. We'll take a break when we return. Belgrade State Bank halftime report coming up next on KFMO. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of custom t-shirts and apparel. You can select from a variety of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Find Graphic Options on Facebook, head down to 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, or give Graphic Options a call at 573-756-3044. That's 756-3044, and see why they are the best in town. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri, in good times and in bad. We're for Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you live in Missouri, we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. Are you hungry? Well, the Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings. Or you can choose from a variety of other delicious entrees like all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or perhaps a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast served all day, every day. Dine in, call ahead, or drive through the Riverside Grill located across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Tosin, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Central went back and forth with Dexter's Cole Nichols in the first quarter. Nichols got some help in the second that helped propel Dexter to a lead at the break. 30-24, to 24, they're out in front of the Central Rebels in the Class 4 sectional round. Sean Malone here alongside Glenn Berry. Welcome into the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. We'll start with stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. 
We mentioned Cole Nichols. He's the leading scorer on the contest by a pretty wide margin. He's got 16 to lead Dexter and the game in scoring. Second in scoring for Dexter is also second in scoring on the game. It's Brady, Braden Pullum. He had a nine-point second quarter for the Dexter Bearcats. After that, bit of a drop-off. Truman Croft's got three, and Chris Stone has two. For Central, bit of a balanced scoring effort, albeit no one's really standing out above the rest. Joe Bryant, he picked up three fouls in that first half, but he's got seven points to lead Central in scoring. You've got five points for Caden Casey, four for Kendall Horton, four for Zach Boyd, three for Mason Williams, and one for Tristan Stewart. For Team Stats, Glenn, what did you see through one half of play? Well, right now, Dexter's shooting lights out, and that's uh, no doubt about that at all. Seven of ten from the uh, field, that's 70%. Two of seven from the three-point arc, that's up roughly 29%. And then ten of eleven from the free-throw line. All ten of those shots that were made from the free-throw line were Cole Nichols. The only one missed was Braden Pullum, so that's a 90% clip. On the other side, Central got the opportunities early, but not so much later on. They're only 7 of 13 in this first half. That's 54%. Still not too bad. 3 of 11 from the three-point arc. That's 27%. But here's a big stat. 1 out of 5 from the free throw line. Take, let's say, 3 more of those free throws. Add three more points onto the game, and you got a 30-27 lead for Dexter. And it feels like, okay, we're not in too much trouble right now. But then you go to rebounding. You've got rebounds going to Dexter. Early it was all central. Now it's Dexter, 12-8. to eight. Turnovers, Dexter got more on that. Eight to central's five, but those central turnovers started to come at the end of that half. And as far as bench scoring goes, four points off the bench for central. Dexter yet to have anybody score. Those stats, they're brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Save big at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Shop there for your next car, truck, or SUV. Go online to Sism Ford or give them a call, 431-3177. We'll take a break. Continue with more of the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report next on KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Are you having car troubles? Is your check engine light on? Dunlap Automotive Solutions at 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is open seven days a week with the best customer service, pricing, and diagnostic equipment available. Whether you've got transmission issues, engine problems, including timing belt and head gaskets, need engine repair, fleet service, or you're just due for an oil change, Dunlap Automotive Solutions on 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is your automotive solutions specialist. Call 573-431-5100 and get your vehicle fixed today. Back in the Belgrade State Bank halftime reports. I'm Sean Malone, the lead at the half in favor of Dexter, 30-24. to 24. They're out in front of the Central Rebels as we take a look at the upcoming broadcast schedule brought to you by the, uh, the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. We are back tomorrow with the Central Lady Rebels as they take on the Donovan Donets in the state sectional round for Class 4. That'll be played right here at the Farmington Civic Center, 6 o'clock tip time and a 5.30 pregame on AM 1240 KFMO. Should be a fun one. Donovan having a heck of a season. They are 26-2 and heading into this game. And like Central, also a lockdown defensive ball club. 
They're allowing under 38 points per game. Central's been allowing 36 points per game exactly over the course of the season on average. That upcoming broadcast schedule is brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, located at 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Visit them for delicious food, fun, and games, and watching sporting events on one of their big screens in a family-friendly atmosphere. Visit the Bullpen today in Lettington. That'll wrap up the Belgrade State Bank halftime report. Second half coming up when we return. Can Central regain the lead? Can Dexter follow up on Friday night's big second half with another big one tonight? Stay tuned. You're listening to coverage of the Class 3 or Class 4 sectional round on KFMO. This has been the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Stay tuned. The second half is next on AM 1240 KFMO. Looking for mineral area college spirit wear, trendy college wear, school supplies, art supplies? In the market for a new laptop computer or other electronics? Check out our expanded bookstore on Mineral Area College's Park Hills campus. Not sure what to buy? A gift card might be just the thing for the Mac student in your life. Visit Mineral Area College's bookstore today on the Park Hills campus near the Lettington Park Hills exit. It starts here. Mineral Area College. Visit them online at mineralarea.edu. Dr. Armstrong, Citizen Spine and Sport on Westmount Drive in Farmington has been providing the area with an evidence-based conservative approach to spinal, muscle, and joint-related dysfunction. Dr. Armstrong at Citizen Spine and Sport Services includes spinal manipulation, therapeutic exercise, sports-related injuries, acupuncture, dry needling, and more. Together, Citizen Spine and Sport and Blue Tail Medical Group are helping patients most pass pain. Call them today at 573-701-0770. That's 573-701-0770. 30-24, your score, 44.3 seconds until the second half starts, but they're actually just going to line up and get it started. Let's see if we can get eight minutes up on the clock for the second half, though. There we go. That's more like it. Central would certainly like more time on the clock as opposed to less time on the clock. But then again, a lot of that can be determined based on how the second half starts for both teams. It begins with Dexter with the lead and the basketball, attacking the basket to our right through the second half. Defeating the elbow to Bowles. Bowles back out on perimeter. Croft drives to the top of the key. Give on the weave. Pullum takes it to the elbow. He'll get it back out for Bowles. Bowles to Pullum. He'll drive right-hand side. Righty layup. Good off glass for Braden Pullum. And it's the largest lead of the night for the Dexter Bearcats. They're up by eight as Joe Bryant back into the game for Central with three fouls. He's got to be careful. Let's see what he does offensively. He's used to driving the lane, dishing it back out. But with those three fouls, how aggressive is he going to be in the second half? The third of those three fouls was a charge against him. He's got it in the corner now. Jab step right, one dribble left. We'll lob it to the opposite wing for Caden Casey. Up top for Williams, back to Bryant. He takes a baseline. Jumper off the bounce. No. And the rebound is pulled in by Nichols. Nichols taking it down the court for Dexter. He'll hand off on the weave for Stone. Stone will give it to Pullum. Pullum thought about a three from way downtown, decided not to take it. He's been shooting those threes from about six or seven feet off the arc all night. Wouldn't be anything new for him. Nichols has it. He bounces to Pullum. Fade away. No. Tip out on the rebound, and Williams has it pushing in transition. He'll drop it off for Bryant. Bryant attacks right into the teeth of the the defense and lays it in for two. Joe Bryant now with nine, and we got a whistle. And I don't know what the whistle was about there. I saw the official kind of 
roll both his hands forward. And now play will resume. Maybe an inadvertent whistle of some kind. We'll see. I don't know. I didn't read that language. I, I couldn't figure out what he was trying to say there. Wing far side. Nichols has it again. He'll begin his dribble and work through a screen. Williams on him defensively. Give on perimeter for Pullum. And Pullum will drop it off for Croft. Croft gives to Stone. And Stone will hand off for Nichols. Nichols at the top of the key with it, working against Kendall Horton as the defense switches. He drives on Horton. His floater with the right hand, good. Cole Nichols cannot be stopped tonight. He's got 18 out of his team's 34. And Central on the other end has 26. 5.50 to go, third quarter. The Rebels around the perimeter. Casey to Bryant in the corner. Jab, step, travel called. I think Joe Bryant's looking back at the official trying to figure out what exactly he did. And Brad Gross jumped up and said something to that official as well. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell from this vantage point. But sometimes that call is made, even though it may not shuffle the feet, you just think it looks like it will. And now Williams gets called for a ticky-tack foul as he tries to poke the ball away from Cole Nichols. And that's the one thing you can't have in a game like this in a very important game for both teams is when you get to a point where they're calling a lot of little stuff here or there. You want to see the best players play all the time. Nichols into the corner, pull him with it. He'll drop it off on the wing for Stone about 10 feet off the arc. Drives to just inside the arc on the right-hand side, just shy of the elbow. Give to Nichols, drives baseline. Tough shot to a double team. And as I said before, Nichols cannot be stopped. He's got two more for 20. And a timeout comes from Brad Gross, head coach of the Central Rebels. It is a double-digit lead for Dexter, their largest of the evening. 36-26 with 5.18 to go in the third. Timeout brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsgra in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deleuze. Central trailing Dexter on KFMO. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Hi, to Culver's. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small-town thing, but it's big-time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Odds are there's an ace right in your neighborhood with expert advice and the right tools to make your quick fixes even quicker. Around the block, what you need in stock, head to your neighborhood ace today and get everything you need with people who know their stuff. Welcome to Mueller Ace Hardware, Highway 67 and Rosner Road, Park Hills, Missouri. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Central Rebels with the ball, attacking the basket to our left, down by double figures as Williams has it up top. And he'll cross over right to left, drive, gives it for Tristan Stewart. Back out to Bryant. Bryant feeds a pass, down low, threading the needle. Handle Horton, off glass, good. And the foul for Horton. Well, Central has been kind of locked out of the baseline for a while down there. A couple of times they've had shots or opportunities, but they've come off of the drive. And, uh, by the way, that is the third foul on Peyton Bowles, who's been doing a big job on the uh, boards tonight for Dexter. Free throw up and good for Kendall Horton. Free throw brought to you by Complete Vision Care. Voted best eye doctor of the Parkland four years in a row. Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice. And Central pulling out a full-court pressure as the lobbed inbound goes in the far sideline to Nichols. 
Defense peels off him as Cannon Harlow's working against Nichols. He crosses over and gets back across the timeline. Nichols on a bounce. Now an extra feed to a cutting poem. His shot doesn't go, but he's fouled. See, and I don't like that foul call either because basically Horton was going to the basket, and as he was headed towards the basket, the offensive player goes up, and there was some contact there, a little bit of contact, but there was no bump, there was no push, there was nothing there. It was just kind of a another ticky-tack foul, and you don't want to see that in a game like this. And that's the second foul on Horton as the first free throw doesn't go for Braden Pullum. They've got him down for three on the scoreboard right now. I what I've got as well. Yeah. Free throw up. Good. One of two for Pullum. A 37-29 lead for Dexter over Central as Bryant gets it across the midcourt stripe. Wing far side, Harlow with it. Back to Bryant, to Williams. Williams feints a pass into the corner and gets it to Harlow in the opposite wing. To Bryant in the corner far side. Lobbed up top, Williams again. This zone defense for Dexter has been giving Central a lot of fits throughout this game. It's now a 3-2 zone. They keep switching it up. But you mentioned they've had a hard time at the rim. Central, really a lot of their points. It was, we got a travel on Job. He tried that James Harden double step back. That's not going to get called it for James Harden. It will for Joe Bryant. Yeah, James Harden probably going to get a little bit of extra leeway there, but not on that particular play. And you can see Central is still very frustrated offensively. Nichols bounces for Bowles, who remains in the game with three fouls. Trying to find someone to get it to as Central is face guarding. Pull our Nichols trying to prevent it from getting to him and a five-second call erased by a timeout called first by Chad Allen head coach of the Dexter Bearcats we will step aside with them 37 29 your score 405 left to go in the quarter and Joe Bryant looking for an explanation from the official on why there was no five-second call you're listening to KFMO's coverage of the class four sectional round Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of custom t-shirts and apparel. You can select from a variety of options including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Find Graphic Options on Facebook, head down to 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, or give Graphic Options a call at 573-756-3044. That's 756-3044 and see why they are the best in town. Do you suffer from back, neck, or joint pain? Have you ever had a recent or ongoing sports injury? Citizen Spine and Sport of Farmington offers a conservative yet effective approach in treating these and other muscle and joint disorders. Dr. Armstrong and his team have also partnered with Dr. Chris Wolf of Blue Tail Medical Group to offer advanced regenerative therapies such as PRP and stem cell procedures. Call them today at 573-701-0770. That's 573-701-0770. Leading 37-29, deep three, no. Bryant can't get the rebound, Harlow does. He lobs it up court for Kendall, uh, Kendall Horton. He'll drive, lefty layup, no. Tips it back up again, tips it up another time. That doesn't hit, there's Boyd on the left side. Block delayed in for two. 37-31, your score. Central hanging around. Three and a half left to go in the third. Taking across midcourt, Cole Nichols. He'll drive, right lane, shot, short. And Dexter fans want a foul call. It doesn't come this time. 
And I'm surprised we don't hear a Bronx cheer from the Central fans at this game. Boyd on perimeter to Williams. Three, no, missed. Offensive rebound put back up. That doesn't go. And the rebound is grabbed by Braden Pullum. Or excuse me, that's Cole Nichols amongst three Central Rebels. Here's Nichols crossing over right to left. His shot short. Tip out on the rebound. Bryant pulls it in with the right hand. Bryant pushing up the court in transition. Euro step around the defender. Takes a shot. And the shot rolls off the rim, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two tries. Yeah, I know I've brought it up several times here tonight, but I saw this on Saturday, and I'm seeing it here, I think, tonight, and that is the rims just seem to be a little tighter than what I've seen most of the year in high school basketball. Could that be from the fact that they don't play on these rims a lot? They don't do a lot of stuff here at the Civic Center. Bryant, free throw, good. And even though you kind of get to a point where you get used to a rim somewhere, if this is your first time playing on this particular rim, it can kind of take a little bit to get adjusted to. Keating Casey back in the game. Cannon Harlow heads to the bench. Second free throw comes off the rim for Bryant. And it's Nichols with another rebound. He takes it to the left side, picks up his dribble, and throws it away. It's in the hands of Bryant. Dribbles around the back. Bryant, a lob from Williams off glass and good on the alley-oop. Mason Williams' first points of the game since his early three-pointer, and it's a three-point game, 37-34. Well, Central's playing the defense they want to play right now. Very aggressive, going after the uh, ball handler and getting the ball quickly. Nichols spins on Caden Casey. His shot doesn't go. Offensive rebound, Bowles. Kick back out on perimeter for Croft. Wing right-hand side, Pullum around the defender. His wild shot dropped into the corner. I think he passed it in the last second. Here comes Central in transition. It's Bryant. Hop, step, up and under move. Good in the foul. Joe Bryant can tie us up at the complete Vision Care free throw line. We talk about playing your game, and right now Dexter is playing Central's game. Run up and down the court, fast-paced, getting the open basket, taking it to the basket, and drawing the fouls in in addition to that. And that's going to be number three on Truman Croft. So he'll head to the bench. Logan Josephate back out on the floor. Stone will head to the bench as well for Dexter. They're actually going to keep Croft in the game with three fouls. And we got a timeout called by Dexter's head coach Chad Allen prior to the free throw from Joe Bryant. will step aside with them. If Bryant hits, we are tied up at 37 all. Don't go anywhere right back after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Are you having car troubles? Is your check engine light on? Dunlap Automotive Solutions at 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is open seven days a week with the best customer service, pricing, and diagnostic equipment available. Whether you've got transmission issues, engine problems, including timing belt and head gaskets, need engine repair, fleet service, or you're just due for an oil change, Dunlap Automotive Solutions on 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is your automotive solutions specialist. Call 573-431-5100 and get your vehicle fixed today. Looking for Mineral Area College spirit wear, Trinity College wear, school supplies, art supplies? In the market for a new laptop computer or other electronics? Check out our expanded bookstore on Mineral Area College's Park Hills campus. Not sure what to buy? A gift card might be just the thing for the Mac student in your life. Visit Mineral Area College's bookstore today on the Park Hills campus near the Lettington Park Hills exit. It starts here. Mineral Area College. Visit them online at mineralarea.edu. Joe Bryant to the complete Vision Care free throw line with a chance to tie us up at 37-37. Central, it's kind of been more of their game of late, Glenn. You said it. Dexter's playing Central's game. Central's able to get out on the fast break more as Bryant hits on the free throw. 
And we are knotted up at 37-all. Brand new ball game, 2.15 to play third quarter. And that's the kind of game Central wants to play. Play hard defense, maybe get away with a little shove here or there. And it's out of bounds off Dexter. Bryant came in for the help defense. And he and Mason Williams keep it away from Pullum. And it goes out on the near sideline off of Pullum. It's Central basketball with a chance to regain the lead. And I think Chad Allen was basically telling uh, Pullum right there, he said, quit going to that spot and stopping. Just keep it going. Get that thing into the front court. And Cannon Harlow takes a bump in the corner and he snapped around quick i think not because of the bump but because the whistle wasn't immediate for him that is going to be number three on logan joseph as well so now dexter is the team with some foul trouble got a couple of players with three in fact three of them you've got bowles cropped and now joseph central with it bryant draws the foul on a three he's got three free throws coming he hits on any of them, and Central's back out in front. And now it's Dexter getting called for the fouls. And I think right now, Brower, Chad Allen's going to pull him over to the side and say, dude, why? I mean, he really didn't have an open shot, but he took it anyway. First free throw, short for Bryant. He took that shot anyway, even though it really didn't have a fully wide open shot. Kind of uh, off to the side there. And Pullum just reached out there and tried to slap at it, and that's where he fouled him. Second attempt for Bryant. Up, rattles home. Got one more. And Central is out in front, 38-37. They're up to 11 free throws right now on the opposite side of the court. Dexter's had 13 attempts so far. Central's going to have to start hitting more free throws, and they're doing that right now. Bryant, third try, short. Tipped out on the baseline off of Joe Bryant. He almost came in and got his own miss. I don't know how he did that, though, without committing a lane violation. He somehow sped past everyone on the court to almost get that. He is so quick. He just got that extra step and took it and got in there. Almost got the rebound, but he knocked it out of bounds. Cole Nichols getting it across the timeline. Excuse me, it's Bowles. Bowles hands it off for Pullum. Pullum, double team. Tristan Stewart's there, and we got a foul on Tristan Stewart. And Pullum comes up heated, not with Central, but with his own team. He wanted to give someone the basketball, and no one was there to help him. Yeah, and right there, Tristan Stewart kind of bailed him out because he reached in, and that's the third foul on Tristan Stewart right now. But he kind of reached in there on Pullum and hit him with the ball just a bit. Otherwise, that would have been a problem for Dexter. Zach Boyd will check in next stoppage for Central. It's a one-point lead, 38-37 for the Rebels, and it's a race by Nichols as he flips the script, and Dexter back out by one, 39-38. In the corner, Bryant, pump fake on a three, drive, hop step, fades away, offline to the right. Rebound tipped, and Williams pulls it down. He gets it to Casey, back to Williams for three, off the rim, no. Long rebound, kept alive by Central, but to pull him as two Rebels crash out of bounds. Here comes Dexter with a two-man advantage in transition. Dropped off, Joseph paid off glass and good. 41-38, your score, Dexter. Final minute of the third quarter. Casey's got it on perimeter. Crossing over between his legs, hands off for Bryant on the wing far side. Bryant working defensively against Cole Nichols in the zone defense. And now back to Bryant as he'll call out a play. He will back out and reset. Calls that play out one more time. 42 seconds left to go in the third quarter and a three-point lead for Dexter. 41-38. Bryant at the top of the key, lobs to Casey. Bounce in the post for Mason Williams. Pump fake. Williams poked free of the ball off his leg and out of bounds on the baseline. Dexter's going to get it back. 41-38 they lead. I think that time Williams was just indecisive. What did he want to do with it? 
Did he want to kick it back out? Did he want to get it to Casey, who was open at that point for three, and he just indecisively put it on the ground and kicked it out of bounds? I think he was indecisive because his decision changed. I think he wanted to kick it back out, felt there was no defender on his back, and then they closed quickly on him, and he kind of got caught And okay, what do I do? Do I still kick it out? Do I try to split the defenders here? Dexter with it. On perimeter, it's Pullum on the weave. He'll give it for Nichols. Nichols working against Caden Casey. Different defender on Nichols here in the third quarter. We haven't seen much of Casey versus Nichols throughout this game. Casey's got it top of the key working against Nichols. Has the ball and it's poked away from him. Cannon Harlow comes down with it and he's fouled with four seconds left to go. Four seconds left and a fast break going the opposite way. So you got to give a little bit of credit to Joseph Pate, but that is number four on him. He kept the fast break from taking the ball down for an easy bucket, but instead he's going to have a seat for a while. And that's the sixth on Dexter as well. And so it's going to be free throws the rest of the way as Bryant gets ready to receive the inbound. He's got it. Two dribbles. Crossing over. One second to go. Bryant for three. It goes! Joe Bryant! Wing far side. Fading away. Drills it. And we are tied up. 41 all as we head to the fourth quarter. You're listening to the Class 4 sectional round on KFMO. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you. Right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. 41-41 your score as we head to the fourth quarter. These final eight minutes of regulation will determine one of three things. We've got Central winning and moving on. We've got Dexter winning and moving on. Or we've got overtime basketball here. And Glenn, I don't know if you're kind of seeing the writing on the wall. I feel like this game is kind of simmering like it's going to take more than these final eight minutes to decide. Yeah, it could because you've got two teams right now that have been playing very well. They've had little spurts of ineffectiveness offensively and sometimes maybe even a few bonehead plays once in a while. But then again, they're high school kids and that's going to happen. And right now, they look up at the scoreboard and realize at the end of this quarter, either one's going to go home or we're going to play some more. And how about that three made by Joe Bryant at the buzzer? I don't know if you had the same thought I did in my head, but I was like, he's taking way too much time with this. And I know the talent that Job is, and I've said before, just trust him. But in that instance, I'm like, what are you doing? You're just kind of drifting. Make some kind of move. I know you've got a bag. Wing far side. Casey with it for central. Lob to the corner. Bryant, who just tied us up at the end of the third quarter. Passes up top for Casey. Wing far side. Harlow. Back to Casey. And Casey will feint the pass to his right, give it to his left. Bryant fakes for three, drives, kicks it back out. Casey from downtown. It's good, and Central's back out in front by three. 44-41. Caden Casey in this game only has eight points, but I think his two threes have been some of the biggest shots of the night. Nichols with it, double teamed, picks up his dribble, lobs it to the baseline far side, Pullum's there, now he'll pick up his dribble, lob it to the opposite wing, kept alive by Dexter as they almost tumble out of bounds with it. It's Stone, he drives up top, Nichols, fade away, off the back iron, and the rebound grabbed by Bryant. Here comes Joe Bryant up the court in transition, he'll step into a three, knocks it down Joe Bryant! 
What did we say before? You need your superstars to step up in moments like this. Job is doing just that as he almost gets a steal. Wing far side. Joseph Pate drives, crashes into the defender, and it's a blocking foul. It's going to be Zach Boyd called for the foul. Well, Zach Boyd has got some fouls to give here early on. Nope, they're going to call that on Cannon Ooh, Harlow. And that's three on Harlow. Wow. I thought it was Boyd who was trying to draw the charge. I think, so maybe that's why Boyd didn't get called for the charge there. I think what he did is the, uh, as uh, Joseph Pate was going down the lane, he just reached in and fouled him. First free throw short for Logan Joseph Pate. He's got another one coming, but those threes from Central... Three in the last three possessions, dating back to the end of the third quarter, have given them a lead of six. Second free throw doesn't go. It's a 9-0 run for the Rebels. That's only the first two free throws of the second half for this Dexter team. They shot 13 in the first half. Job lobs to Casey. Casey back to Job, about 10 feet off the arc, to Casey on the wing far side. Little shoulder shake from Casey. He drops it off for Joe Bryant. Feed into the post. Boyd is there. Turns baseline. Shot. Touch off the rim. No. And the rebound fought for. Boyd comes up with it. Gets it out to Casey. To Bryant. Pump fake. One dribble. Steps into a three. Doesn't go. And the rebound grabbed by Nichols. Nichols double teamed in the backcourt. He needs some help there. And midcourt is Joseph Pate to help him out. He'll attack the basket. Joseph Pate. Whistle. And a foul going on Casey. Going back to that central position, Zach Boyd goes down low. He gets a little bit of defense that he can't quite muscle the ball in. Gets the rebound, kicks it back out to Joe Bryant. Bryant had a three that was open, but I think the defender got a little bit of a hand on the side of the ball. And when that happened, it ticked off to the side. Back the other way come the Dexter Bearcats to shoot free throws. Free throw off the rim. No, doesn't go for Logan Josephate. He's missed on three in a row. Kristen Stewart back into the game. Zach Boyd heads to the bench. They got that foul on Caden Casey, by the way, his first. Second free throw attempt for Joseph Pate on this trip. That one comes off the rim, and Stewart pulls in the rebound with his left hand. Casey gets it to Bryant, and Bryant slowly approaches midcourt, crosses with under six minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and a six-point lead for Central as well as we got a timeout from Brad Gross, head coach of the Central Rebels. We'll step aside as well. It's a full timeout brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sanskar on Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto home business or life insurance. Correction, 30-second timeout. Lead is six for Central, 47-41 on KFMO. Are you having car troubles? Is your check engine light on? Dunlap Automotive Solutions at 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is open seven days a week with the best customer service, pricing, and diagnostic equipment available. Whether you've got transmission issues, engine problems, including timing belt and head gaskets, need engine repair, fleet service, or you're just due for an oil change, Dunlap Automotive Solutions on 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is your automotive solutions specialist. Call 573-431-5100 and get your vehicle fixed today. 47-41, your score. Central with the lead and the basketball as the inbound goes to Joe Bryant. I think the key to this game from here on out for Central, quality shots, quality opportunities. Don't get too excited and start uh, throwing up, you know, LeBron shots and things like that. Try to get yourself some real quality done here. And, of course, don't do what Tristan <laughs> Stewart almost did. Turn the ball over. Quick little touch pass to Williams, almost wide of Mason Williams. In the corner, it's Caden Casey. Lobs it on perimeter for Williams. We're seeing his own defense again from Dexter. A little more spread out this time. To Bryant in the corner. He takes it baseline, takes a bump from Peyton Bowles, and that's his fourth. 
And I think that's something right now. We talked about Joe Bryant picking up his third foul early. And what we're looking at here now is you've got four fouls on Peyton Bowles, three on Truman Croft, four on Logan Josephate. And those are the guys that he's driving on. So they may be laying back just a little bit. And here's the biggest number of all, seven on Dexter. That puts Central at the free throw line. It's Joe Bryant he hits on the first. And Central has to hit free throws going down the stretch. They had a little trouble with that in St. Genevieve last week. Didn't bother them because they were so far out in front. But in a close game, you got to hit your free throws. Free throw up and good for Bryant. He's two for two. 49-41 your score. Wing far side. Three. Pullum trying to answer the bell. It doesn't go. There's the offensive rebound for Stone in the first points of the fourth quarter for Dexter. That comes at the 5.08 mark, by the way, and that's a, a good clamping down on the defense for Central. Ends an 11-0 run for the Central Rebels as Bryant drives, floater short, tip out on the rebound. Kendall Horton comes up with it, feeds Tristan Stewart right into the defense. No, Stewart tips the rebound around and comes up with it himself, puts it off glass and good, and he flexes his muscles. Tristan Stewart with an and one. And forget the perimeter shooting in this quarter, Glenn. Central is just out physicaling Dexter in this game late as well. Yeah, and that's the kind of play that Tristan Stewart does so well. He gets down there in a crowd. He had two guys on him, and somehow he's coming away with those rebounds. Tristan Stewart, free throw, up, good. Free throws brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966. Dexter's got to get it in, and they do, to avoid the five-second call. It's a lead of nine for Central as it's knocked away off of Dexter last. Now it's Kendall Horton flexing his muscles. Central has all the momentum at their backs right now. 4.45 left to go in the fourth quarter. They've got the ball and a nine-point lead. We saw Central in that first half look a little defeated at times, and you kind of thought, wow, first time we've seen that all year. Dexter right now kind of got their heads down just a bit. They're going to have to pick it up mentally as well as physically on the boards. Bryant's got it. There's a double team awaiting him, and he lobs it across the timeline to avoid it. It's Williams. Little pocket pass. Stewart off glass for two more. Tristan Stewart on the assist from Mason Williams, and it's the largest lead of the game for the Central Rebels with four and a half to go. 54-43. And we've got a whistle, and teed up is Dexter Bearcats head coach Chad Allen. He can't believe it. I think he wanted a foul call on Dex on Central. And he is infuriated, pushing away his assistant coach as he still wants to get some more words in. And he's still trying to be corralled by his assistant coach. And let me tell you, Chad Allen is a big dude. He's about to be teed up again. He is a big dude. He's got to be all, what, 6'7"? I, I, I was interviewing him, and I had to look pretty much straight up when talking to him as well. And finally, his assistant coach sits him down on the bench to avoid a second technical that would eject him from the game. Bryant hits on the first free throw and claps his hands. He and the Central Rebel student section are pumped up. And he must have said the magic words because when he said something... I know he was a little demonstrative, but nothing I thought it, would get a T. Yes, and as we said before, after really the first quarter, they start calling this game tight. Usually you get away with saying one or two things before a technical foul gets called. Timeout called by Dexter head coach Chad Allen trying to cool everybody's heads and recollect. 55-43, Central up by a dozen. Bryant with another free throw in the ball when we return after this on KFMO. 
Lead Belt Pump and Supply in Park Hills is happy to sponsor high school sports. Remember, if you need contract drilling, they have over 30 years of experience to help you. Since 1968, Lead Belt Pump and Supply has been serving their community with authorized sales and service and a reputation for quality. You'll find Lead Belt Pump and Supply at 204 East Elvins in Park Hills or give them a call at 573-431-2476. Lead Belt Pump and Supply, wishing all of our area teams good luck. Chad Allen, head coach of the Dexter Bearcats. His hair is on fire on the bench right now as he is laying into his team during that timeout, trying to wake him up here late in the fourth quarter. Season on the line, 4.26 to go in the fourth. It's a 55-43 lead for Central. Bryant's got another free throw off the technical, called against Chad Allen, and Bryant hits that one too. He's 4 of 4 from the free throw line in this fourth quarter. He's got 7 in the frame. Central's got the ball up by 13 now, 56 43 and let me tell you chad allen is an intimidating dude when he's that angry he was awesome to talk to during pregame obviously i wasn't getting yelled at by him during our pregame conversation <laughs> you all listening at home heard it but man he is all of like you said six 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 seven i'm six three and i was looking up to him and we got a blocking foul going on dexter and a one and one coming and did they get Joseph Pate with it? I think they did. If yep. so, that's his fifth. It is the fifth on Logan Joseph Pate. He will head to the bench and get a nice ovation from the Dexter Bearcat faithful who made the trip. Joseph Pate is a senior, so he could be looking at his last action on a basketball court in high school as Joe Bryant's going to go to the free throw line. Now one of the officials has come in to say something, and I'm not sure what he's doing. Now, yeah, they're going to discuss with one another. And it's two free throws, so I think the official is just confirming that he's coming out of the game. And now Chad Allen with some words again for the official. He's remaining seated on the bench, and it's not enough to get teed up. Now it is enough to get teed up. That's the second on Chad Allen. He's done. And he remains seated, albeit vocal. And it's two free throws coming for Joe Bryant. Well, the first one, you got to go, okay, he's, he's a little demonstrative. Like I said, he may have said the, uh, the magic word over there. And he's still on the bench there. I don't know if that technical was on someone else as Bryant hits on the first. But if he got but a it, second one, yeah, he's yeah, supposed he's, to be gone. Yeah. But if he got a second one, then you got to say to yourself, you know what, coach, you got to chill at this point of the game. Second free throw, rims out on Joe Bryant. He was five of his previous five here in the fourth quarter, and it's now a 57-43 lead. Central, all the momentum is at their back, and now the regular free throws coming for Joe Bryant on the foul. First one up, good. One more coming for Joe Bryant. This is a big switch in the game. We were looking at a 13-point lead. Right now it's at 15. It could be 16, and Central with the ball at 4.11 to go. I mean, we were looking at a six-point game not too long ago. Yeah. Second free throw on the second trip for Job in the one instance, and it's short. And he's tapping his chest saying, my bad, but, man, the way Job Bryant has played throughout this second half, there is no bad for him. He is piloting the Central Rebels to the lead here and Bryant will get intentionally fouled on the inbound by Pullum and now Bryant gives Pullum a bit of a push and Tristan Stewart comes in well I don't know what about the intentional foul in that instance there 
They're going to put Bryant back in the free throw line. Unless this is some obscure gamesmanship that's going on. There's 4.10 left to go in the fourth quarter and a 58-43 lead. Yeah, I'm not sure what it Something was going on when Bryant was getting ready to shoot his initial free throws. The official blew the whistle and walked down the court. And when he did, that's when the second technical came. Well, I think it was something to do with Joseph Pate staying in the game as the first free throw up and good for Bryant on this trip. But it almost felt like that they were trying to figure out something was happening. I don't know. There was just kind of a little bit of confusion. They got that taken care of. The technical came. And now, like you said, after that particular play, I think a little gamesmanship going on as Joe Bryant kind of one upped him. Bryant, second free throw, good. And it's Dexter with the ball. Lob to the far side. Stone's got it across the timeline. Stone lobs it to the corner towards us. Clayton Bell for three. No. Rebound pulled in with the right hand by Bowles. He'll go up strong with it. Fouled by Tristan Stewart. He's got two free throws coming. Well, I think what Central has to be careful about is letting their emotions get the best of them. Yeah, because Brian, after he got bumped, he started to say something back and I think that's why Tristan Stewart kind of came over. He yeah. knows Joe Bryant's got three. He's got to be careful. And you got to make sure you don't try to retaliate in any way. Get yourself in some trouble. Bowles first free throw up and good and this game is still far from over at this point. It's now a 16-point lead but there's four minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. There's a lot of basketball to be played still. Second free throw up, banked in by Peyton Bowles. That's his first two points of the game. Central gets the inbound. Bryant, double team ran at him across the timeline for Casey. Casey step back, lobs it to Horton on perimeter. Joe Bryant has it. Bryant ran it with a double team. Gets it for Williams and bounced back to Joe Bryant. Bryant dribbling away from the double team now. He'll dribble low, keep it away, and bounce it along the sideline off of Casey's fingertips. No, they're going to say off of Dexter and out of bounds. Yeah, I think what Joe Bryant is doing very well. At that time, I think he just kind of let up on the pass just a bit, maybe almost too much. But what he's doing very well is going, okay, you want to chase me, I'll let you chase me, but you're not going to catch me. Most players, you get nervous when they do that. Joe Bryant, for years, has had the ball on a string when he dribbles. I've compared him for a while now. His handles remind me so much of Kyrie Irving especially with the no-look passes as Mason Williams, bit of a sell, but he definitely did take a bump there, and he's fouled. But with Joe Bryant's ball-handling abilities, you know, like you trust him in that instance if a double-team comes at you. Don't give up your double. Don't feel like you need to throw it away as soon as the double-team comes at you. Yeah, we've Remain patient. We've talked about all year long about dribbling to a spot and stopping. He doesn't do that. He actually keeps it going. First free throw for Mason Williams, up and good. He's got six on the game. And credit where it's due for the Central Rebels defense. Cole Nichols, 16 in the first half, six in the third quarter, nothing in the fourth so far. Second free throw, good for Mason Williams. And a lot of that has to do with he hasn't been getting as many shots up because Central's been forcing a ton of turnovers in this second half. There's Nichols across the timeline working against Mason Williams, and a double team comes his way. He passes off to the elbow, lobbed to the post. Bowles, kick out. Three, wing far side, too strong. Rebound pulled in by Stone, gets it up top. Deep three for Croft. No, it's off the back iron. Offensive rebound, put back up and in. Clayton Bell is first two points of the game. First time we've called his name this evening also. Williams passes across the timeline to Horton, above head pass for Bryant. Bryant bounces for Williams. Now Williams will drive and get it back to Bryant. Bryant to the left side wing, lob at the rim. Casey off glass and good on the alley-oop. 64-47 Central with the lead. Two and a half to go, fourth quarter. Well, Central will be content to play trading baskets here. 
And they'll trade turnovers instead as Horton gets it. Extends his stride and lays it in for two. The Rebels running away. They got a 19-point lead. 66-47 your score. 2.20 to go in the fourth quarter. And I said it off air earlier, Glenn. This Central team, a switch flipped with them. I said earlier, as that one is laid in, Nichols for two, his first fourth quarter points. Central looked flat throughout much of this game. Really up until midway through the third quarter. Some sort of spark ignited underneath them. But I don't know if it was more composure than, I guess, flatness from Central, but you didn't see any sort of desperation, good or bad, for the Rebels. Bryant's got it on perimeter. Double team comes towards him, and he lobs it for Mason Williams. Williams dribbles away from the double team and gets it back for Bryant for a minute 43 left to go. Bryant lobs to Casey and back to Bryant. Bryant to Horton, back out to Williams. A little game of keep away being played by the Central Rebels here as Williams gets it into the corner for Stewart and it's lobbed back out on perimeter for Bryant just a few feet shy of midcourt. Bryant dribbling away from the defense. Minute 20 left to go in the fourth quarter. Bryant continuing to keep space between him and the Dexter Bearcats as the Rebel fans come into their feet. Williams has it. Minute 15 left to go. Central might be able to just dribble out the rest of the clock here as Williams gets fouled. Yeah, they're going to kill some clock no matter what, and they have done a great job of just keeping the ball away from Dexter. And I think that, again, shows that athleticism for uh, Central because they can do that. They can't. They don't have to just stand still and throw the ball around. They can move the ball around. Uh, the conditioning, the athleticism, that's something that they definitely have. 66-49, minute nine left to go in the fourth quarter. And fouling out is Truman Croft. That's his fifth. His night is done early. And it'll be the end of the Dexter Bearcat career in basketball for Truman Croft. Mason Williams at the free throw line for two tries. A minute nine left to go in the fourth quarter. First one up good. 67-49 central leads. And man, this final score, it is not going to dictate how close this game was. It wasn't really until a few minutes in the fourth quarter when the wheels fell off for Dexter. They had uh, Central on their heels for a little while there, and it looked like, I mean, if you're a Central fan, as Williams makes the second shot, you kind of thought, oh, my gosh, what's going on here? Their season flashed before their eyes throughout much of this game. In transition, Nichols, quick shot in the mid-range, good for two. Final minute of the game. It's a 68-51 lead for Central as Casey will lob it for Bryant. Bryant near the sideline, passes to Casey. Casey gets it across the timeline, lobs for Mason Williams. Final 45 seconds to go. Bryant pulls in the pass with the right hand, takes it to the wing, crosses back over to his left, dribbles inside the arc, lobs it back up top for Williams. No-look feed to Casey, wing far side, who's fouled with 35 to go. It's Cole Nichols who commits the foul. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know anything about Cole Nichols, like where he's going from here, but whatever college gets a hold of him is going to have a pure shooter on their hands. This guy... He does some things that you don't see a lot of high school players do. The way he can just square up in the midair, that's a a very rare talent. Casey, free throw good. And a great ball handler as well. I mean, Central was throwing all the best defenders they've got at him. They threw Kendall Horton at him, Mason Williams, Cannon Arlo. Caden Casey was finally the one that came in and had an answer. As Casey's at the free throw line. And the free throw's up and good as Dexter has waved the white flag. They go deep into their bench. And as their players come to the bench exchanging hugs with one another, they get a nice ovation to the Dexter Bearcat fans who credit to them. They did a great job traveling for this game as Nichols hits on another mid-range fadeaway. Whistle and a timeout just for a substitution. 
Central's going to bring a couple subs into the game. Colin McMullen will check in along with Ty Dalton, Carson Webster, Chris Wesley. All into the game for the Central Rebels. Well, if you'd have told me at the end of the second quarter that we were going to have a situation like this with a route, I might have said, wow, really, Dexter ran off with it? Even at the end of the third quarter, yeah, Yeah. it it was a route. I was, really? A route? Lob to the near side. It's Central Basketball as they'll just work it around the perimeter. Three up and good. Chris Wesley from downtown. Adding on to the central lead, 73-53. On the other end, Dexter looking for an answer in the final seconds. No. And the Central Rebels, they have won in comeback fashion, trailing by double figures in the third quarter. They tied it up late off of Bryant 3. And Coach Brad Gross told me earlier this season, not too long ago, in fact, during the district tournament, if there's one thing he wants to see his team do better at here in the final part of the season, it's finish out basketball games. And what a finish for the Central Rebels. They win by 20, 73-53. They move on to the Class 4 quarterfinal round. They'll play on Thursday night against the winner of Sullivan and MICDS, who will be in action later on this evening right here at the Farmington Civic Center. Bill Bess, American Family Insurance Post Game Show, coming up next on KFMO.